Hi, everyone. Welcome to Merch Money. Today we have Flav with us and we have Brianna. She just made a huge announcement and we missed it. So now she's got to make it again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mondays are always so nuts for me. I'm like running here, there, and everywhere. And now I'm live. And now I'm over here. Like, <laughs> So, she was live and I was like, Brianna, don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, Helen gave me my two minute warning. So um, do you want me to just go ahead and st I'll give the news? Yeah, you go first because I want to know. I'm so excited. Get right into it. So yeah. for sure. Um, that don't know who I am. Uh, Brianna Muller Green. So I'm an online business developer and e-com entrepreneur, and I'm known as Merch Maverick on the Merch Money Show. And I'm also the co-owner of designfordollars.com. And um, I've had a crazy couple of weeks here. Um, and the most amazing of news was, um, and I have ver verbal vomit. So I like <laughs> I get to know what I could share. Like I literally was on the phone with Amazon, um, an Amazon representative talking to the legal team because I'm like, hi. So like, what can I share about this new project? And they're like, okay. They're probably like, you're my nightmare. But... <laughs> So what I can share is that I've been afforded a really amazing opportunity. Um, I can't give specific details, but I am going to be part of a project with Amazon and I'm being flown in next week. Um, and it's part of a pilot project, um, an advisory board that they are creating for better communication between Amazon and the seller community. Um, so we're going to see where it goes. Um, there's a lot of what ifs and a lot of like last minute details, but it's really, really exciting and it's happening fast. Um, it, there's a handful of leaders across the nation in just all different walks of life, like we don't even know each other. Um, and um, we're gonna we're gonna be part of this advisory board to hopefully help connect, um, like I said, Amazon and, and the seller community. So um, I'm super excited. I cannot wait to see everything that I get to see and do everything that I get to do. And of course, I'll be yapping the whole time. Like, can I can I share this? Like, am I allowed to talk about this? <laughs> we need eight like, like you, you yeah. Oh, I know. The little. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't ask. Just wear a Brianna cam and just as you walk around. That's all. Yeah, we want to know everything. Because of course I'm like, so like, who do I get to meet? <laughs> and so there'll be there, there will be events and things that I'm able to attend, and and I'm gonna get to meet some interesting people. And there are some speakers that are coming in, and of course, like I could talk about it. Um, but why do they always have to be so secretive? Oh, I know. So frustrating. I know. But it'll it'll be exciting. You know, you know, I will keep you guys in the loop as much as I can. And I also told them that um, like listen, I I gotta be able to share a little bit of it because when I was in Chicago, like I, I got really busy and I, I wasn't on Facebook for like what a couple hours and everybody was like, She okay? Like my mom's like, Bree. I'm like, Mom, come on, you got my cell phone, like message me so anyway i told them like i could be able to say something to account for my absence so anyway that's really that's really exciting awesome yeah. oh my god i'm so happy for you and i'm so excited thanks, thanks. Okay. yeah you you had told us a little bit so when we saw that we're like oh my gosh did she go <laughs> i know like we weren't sure if you had already gone i'm like yeah, you know no, and, and you know what? I know that I'll be under like um, an NDA for most of the 
you know, the trip. I, I can I can talk to you guys like on the way there and on the way back and stuff. But um, but it'll be a quick. It's a quick one. Um, I'll, I'll go live when I can and share. I'll push their buttons. Like, can I share a little bit more? <laughs> we told her that she like if she signs an NDA, she's got to have like an exclusion. Like she can tell merch money. <laughs> <laughs> a little clause at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Anyway, we'll, be, we'll see what that comes out of it. And hopefully, you know, we got some good information coming for our community too, you know? Yay. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, now if we have stuff we want to relay to Amazon, we know who to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a list. Yes. Give me a list. Sure. Ups. You, if you got something, guys, if you want, you know, if I have the opportunity, I don't know how everything is going to be structured. I, I got a brief outline of everything, but Seriously, I have my own questions. I know a lot of people from the community have questions. Like, shoot, fire them, fire them to d4d email at gmail.com, message them to me, and I will compile them. Listen, I'm old school with my notebooks. Like, this thing is coming with me, and it's full of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this so. is, that's great. It's very needed because right now it's so vague, the emails we get from them. It looks like it's from 1998, and, like, you know, you're – you know, you don't don't really know what to say back to some of these emails, and it would be nice to get way better support than than what even, we can do. Even like I'm the first thing I was thinking is like a nice chain of command for certain issues. You know? Oh yeah, that would be very helpful. <laughs> like, listen, I'm gonna reorganize Amazon while I'm there. Oh. <laughs> I've got all sorts of ideas for you guys. <laughs> Ryan says you're the new merch complaint hotline. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> offer up holy crap no cursing at brianna <laughs> it's Don't not her fault <laughs> oh man laura says she'd be careful what you wish for she has a list <laughs> i'll be checking it twice before i go <laughs> awesome and everybody's telling amy congratulations on the socks oh yeah i was like wait that well, That's what we got to do. A uh, transition to Amy now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, hello. I'm Amy Springer, Merch Marvel, and my win this week is the Red Sox winning. So, <laughs> yes, we won the World Series. As y'all know, I'm a big fan. So, really thrilled about that. Um, and aside from that, you know, I'm def I'm not getting flown to Amazon. I don't get to meet the Bezos. You know, I don't get to. <laughs> not get yet. To not yet. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my gosh, to be a fly on the wall, that is really cool. And congratulations, Brie. You obviously deserve it. And um yeah, your your messenger is going to be blown up now. Oh <laughs> she's scared now. <laughs> and I do apologize, like my toddler is crazy right now. So if you hear any like random screams, it's my kid just you know. <laughs> All good. But yeah. no, so the Red Sox one, that's great. I've been taking courses, finishing up Inktober, and just really enjoying being creative and merching and everything that goes with it. So, and you're doing awesome at it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody wants you to continue the uh, Inktober. So, we're excited for that to continue. Yeah. I can't believe it's like October is almost over. I was just going to say that. I'm like, oh my God. Maybe there wow. should be one for November, like with like a theme, a different theme, you know? There or probably are, you know? You can make one up. 
Yeah, I could. I just, where's the time? I'm still going to do something every day though, because I can definitely see the advantage to it and I can see how I've improved since day one to now. So I'm definitely going to continue, but. You know, Amy, that would be a fun thing too, that we could throw together is just like a a thread of like, everybody has one goal of like a skill that they're trying to hone. Yeah. We all work towards it. You know, like every day I'm going to put in whatever, five minutes into my YouTube channel or draw something yeah that's that's brilliant actually and I think a lot of people could could benefit from something like that because there are so many different avenues that we can all improve on that's yeah yeah, let's talk about that consistency yeah sounds good and speaking of threads we should also start one for Brianna so you guys shouldn't all message her individually (laughs) we'll start a thread in the merch money group about um questions you want her to ask Amazon of course are you kidding me I'll be up at like 4 a.m like responding like <laughs> I mean you can if you want but <laughs> thank you it would be nice to have them all compiled so if she gets all flustered seeing Jeff Bezos she can be like here's the list <laughs> me flustered <laughs> no if she yeah, gets to meet Jeff true. Jeff's the one that's gonna end up flustered <laughs> that's good point good point <laughs> wedding in Vegas. So I'm back now. Um, worked on uploading today. Uh, I should have looked at the number. I'm right around 5,200. So I'm, uh, uh, my goal is to get to the 6,000 um, by the end of the week and finish out the contest with Joe. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But uh, so far I'm on track. <laughs> we'll see. Are you winning? And, huh? I missed the numbers. Are you ahead of Joe or is Joe ahead? I'm ahead right now. Unless Joe, Joe didn't tell me his numbers today, but this uh, last night or this morning, I think it was like three or 400 apart. Cause I had that one day where I just uploaded 300 in one day. So that wow. <laughs> we were right about tied the day I did that. So uh, we'll see. Maybe he had a day like that today. He he's been working on YouTube and other stuff. So um. But anyway, well, Flav, thank you so much for being here. Um, you no want to uh, introduce yourself real quick? Yeah, sure. I mean, my cool thing for the week is certainly not working with Amazon or, you know, being in Vegas or having my team win uh, anything because I'm a Cowboys <laughs> fan and they keep losing. Although this week was a great week. They're on by, so I can't complain. Um, but for me, I, I think... Um, my win, if I had to say one, is I did a recent giveaway, which we can get into afterwards when we talk about Facebook, but I did a recent giveaway that um, got a lot of people on my list. And more importantly, the two shirts that I gave away, they, and I didn't even ask for this, um, but they sent pictures through the Facebook group that they're in um, of them with the shirts, which was awesome. Because now it created a buzz in, the, in that group, which I'll, you know, I'll get into afterwards. But for me, that was a really, really big uh, win. It was pretty cool to see my shirt on somebody else. And then, you know, hey, I got the shirt. Thank you so much. And and all that. So that was my big win for this. Past nice. Week. So, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. Um, so, yeah. So thanks again for having me. Uh, my background, I am a Navy veteran. Um, I'm from New England and from Rhode Island originally. Um, and um, 
you know, for me, I have a financial background. When I left the Navy back in 05, I um, uh, got really into the insurance and financial game. So I got licensed. I was a sales manager and also a financial advisor. I, I just, I love doing it. I liked selling. I didn't realize I was going to like it, but I did. And, um, and then at, around that time, I also started my first business, a DJ company. So mainly playing music at weddings and um, doing that, which I still do today, but I don't love it as much because it's not online. It requires physical work. Um, so, I mean, I do like it. I like the entertainment factor and everything, but I also like making money while I'm sleeping and, and all that good stuff that we, we love with merch and, and online in general. Um, so yeah, so I really did that. And then in about 2012 or so, I started getting into uh, web design, some digital marketing, freelancing, doing things like that, which that I still do now. And um, and then that's kind of how I got in the merch. You know, at that time, it was kind of a shiny object. Um, you know, saw in different places besides uh, Chris Green, a couple of podcasts, and it was kind of everywhere. And then sh big shout out to the Jersey guys. I joined that group early on because I had heard their podcast. So got into that group and started to really interact a lot with the, you know, great merch community and learn more yeah. and more. And you're so, awesome over there. Yeah. So you're you're an admin over in that group, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, these days, you know, Anthony is not there as much, which you know hurts yeah. all of us. I think every day someone's posting, come back. Um, so, I think he's going to be on Real Talk this week, right? On Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow night, because of Halloween, it'll be tomorrow night. Yeah. So. Oh, tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that will be, be nice cool. to hear from him again. Yeah. So that'll be cool. And uh, so that's about it. So now I do the merch thing. And uh, besides merch by Amazon, also sell on um, Etsy as well as on social media a lot. And then also my own Shopify store through, you know, my own domain. Cool. So, it's so fun to see everybody's background and where everybody's coming from and all their different, everybody's coming from different, different backgrounds and different skills. So thank yeah. you so much for being in the Navy. You know, Joyce just says that too. Thank you for your service. Yeah, thanks. It was awesome. I love hearing everyone's backgrounds too because it, it's funny that we like what has brought each of us to where we are. You know, we all have like a thread of similarity that runs between us. Yeah, our stories are all very different. It's yeah, cool hear that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, do you want to uh, start with the financial side because uh, a lot of us don't think about that side of our business. We just, yeah. um, you know, we're so busy uploading shirts, we don't really you know, necessarily treat it like a business. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Start, start with that. Yeah. So the first thing is, um, you know, I really, I'm a big advocate of treating any business that you're doing as a business. And, you know, with merching, it's so easy to just view it as uploads. And, you know, I, I got to do my 30 uploads today, 50, whatever it is. And we're just viewing it that way. But at the end of the day, it's a business. And I know a lot of people in these communities already treat it like that. And, and that's great. You know, they, they outsource it. They keep track of their expenses. They're an actual LLC. Um, that's great. But I think there are some people that maybe should be doing some of that and, and they're not. Um, and before I get into a few more specifics, I also want to mention that, and I know in Facebook, if anytime anyone asks for advice, somebody's like, go ask a CPA or, you know, anyone else. I'm not giving any specific advice tonight, just a few general tidbits. So I want to put that out there right off the bat. So, you know, that's why I had told Helen, I didn't want to spend too much time on it because without knowing someone's specific situation, even though I am licensed, um, is pretty difficult to, you know, give specific info. So- well I want to yeah. interrupt you really fast too. Yeah. Just the fact that not all CPAs even know this industry. 
So like, it's super important for everyone watching to be their own advocate and like learn as much as they can about the business side to like help it, whoever is working on your finances or your accountant. Like they don't always, not everybody knows e-com. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right about that. It, it's like when we're in e-com Chicago and they had the insurance agent, same thing, you know, she, does it so she knows it well and she brought up good points that if you go to a typical insurance agent like to get your business covered they may not understand all, a lot of it so that yeah that's great um so i think the first thing is you know you have a couple of options um the great thing is the irs gives you still a lot of benefits if you operate as a sole proprietor so you don't need to rush out and become an llc or a corporation tonight or a partnership um it's certainly a great step and i'll get into that in a second but even operating as a sole proprietor and again you have to check in your local area what's required you know dba doing business as but you can you know kind of set up as a sole proprietor and that gives you the you know the ability to take advantage of some retirement accounts um that are not available to the you know typical non-business person so as long as you're showing a schedule c some expenses on your taxes you have the ability to take advantage of some different iras so most people know about a traditional or a roth but those are limited right they can only allow you to put up to 5500 a year you know depending on your age well if you're someone who starts crushing it with merch and these other things that might not be enough for you and you want to put away more so if you're some of these people in higher tiers and you're making you know six eight thousand ten thousand a month doing this even if you're making three thousand a month or two if you work full time maybe you don't need all that money so why not sock a bunch of that away um into retirement it also brings down your income as as everyone knows so if i put away ten thousand dollars then that brings down my income by ten thousand dollars um whereas with a regular ira five thousand would be the max so those two iras that you want to look into is a sep ira and that's sep all right, so it's a sep, uh, simplified employee uh, employee pension plan. So that one is the one I recommend for someone who does not have any employees. So if you're a one-man band, uh, one-woman band, um, since we're on merch money. Um, <laughs> so if you're a one-woman band and, and you, you, you just want to set up a nice IRA for yourself, um, a SEP IRA would be ideal. Um, if you have employees, you can offer a what's called a simple IRA. And that one is more or less kind of like a 401k you can provide to them. Um, so again, you want to look at options. What's the best one for you? Um, it really depends on everyone. You can even look into a solo 401k actually, um, even as a sole proprietor. So um, those allow up to 40, 50,000 a year. So if you're really raking it in, like some big merchers out there are, you can start to really put away a huge chunk of your royalties each month uh, into it. Um, but again, you want to take a look at your whole picture. I don't know your full picture. So you, you know, take a look at all that. But the bottom line is if you're treating it like a business, you keeping track of your expenses, you're, you know, claiming to be a sole proprietor and showing the schedule C now you have the ability to also open these types of IRAs. That's awesome. That's really good to know. Now, is it better like, okay, I've, I've never really even looked into IRAs or anything like that. Is it better to go into one with a huge chunk of change at first or is it to gradually put money into, if that makes sense? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. Over the years, that's, you know, for a lot of people that I've met with and a lot of clients in the past, that was always a stumbling block is people would tell me, hey, this is a great idea, but I'm going to wait until I have more money. And my answer to that is there'll never be a time that you have more money. We're always gonna have bills, we're always gonna have that car breakdown and, and things like that. So 
My short answer to that is uh, no, I would start small. Um, in fact, I would start with like 50 or 100 a month on automatic. You know, comes out of your checking account, you know it's going, something you can afford. It's different for everybody, but I tell people even as little as $50, that way you know something is going in. And then what you do is you have the ability to log in. If you have a great month and you have, I don't know, maybe a solar eclipse shirt that takes off and you know you have plenty of extra cash, you can always log in and then just put in extra money that month. And then the next month, you really don't have a great month and maybe some things come up in your life. Don't put any extra, but at least you put away 50 that month, you know, or whatever amount. I hope that answers your question, Amy. Yeah. It's like, what, a couple of Starbucks drinks? When you really think about how, you know, if you can find $50 somewhere to like scrape on something yeah. that like you're just being wasteful on anyway, like why not put that 50 bucks away? Oh, yeah. Another question too with the, with the SEP IRA, was there a maximum annual contribution for that? Yeah. So the maximum that one is twenty five percent of in, of your income of your self employed income up to about I want to say it's fifty thousand or forty seven thousand this year. So for a lot of people, it's it'll be tough to to make it, but you certainly can, you know. But but a regular IRA would just be that fifty five hundred. So yeah. Is is there a minimum? No. To get started. Okay. No. Well, that depends who you do it. So I did have a, have a few uh, recommendations, uh, recommendations for you guys. You know, I personally like Charles Schwab. Schwab. Um, um, I like Merrill Edge. Edge. Feel them echoing. I'm not sure. If yeah, I was just going to say, I think there's one echo. Let me see if it's me. Let me see if it's me. I didn't do anything different. I didn't do anything different. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. I hear you. I definitely hear, you. I definitely an echo, hear an though. echo, though. Oh, gosh, I can oh, hear gosh, myself. I can hear That's, weird. That's weird. Let me put my mute. Let's see if it's me. Hello, hello? Yeah? I'm not hearing it now. Are you? Are you? No. How about me? My echo? No, I think I'm good now. It was all Brianna's fault. Ah, uh, Brianna. <laughs> it is. Amazon is going to retract their trip over there. <laughs> okay, sorry. So what were the, did you say that you had two places that you recommend? Yeah, so I have a few places. Charles Schwab I recommend, um, okay. because for the most part, if you start with them and you uh, dedicate a certain amount per month, um, you know, you can start with zero. Um, Merrill Edge is another good one, especially if you bank with Bank of America. Um, and then Vanguard and T. Rowe Price are also very good as well. They all have the, you know, SEP IRAs and, and all that. But, you know, certainly more information on that. I even have a a link here I can post in the chat to um, that explains SEP a little bit more, and that way somebody's getting a resource online about it. But, but yeah, SEP IRA is very good. The other thing about that is if you do take the next step and become an LLC, you know, I know for me it motivates me because my SEP is in my business's name, so it's pretty cool. You know, you log in, it's kind of like you're working at a big corporate employer, and you get to see your own retirement plan or four hundred one k, but it's your company's name. You know, so. Nice. It's yeah, so you have the ability to do that, do that because you can name it whatever you're doing business as, even if you're not a company. Yeah. Cool. And can you change that at any time? Like if you start as like a sole proprietor, I believe it is, and then you turn into an LLC, can you change that within the... Yeah, it would depend on that broker. But yeah, the, okay. there's no, you would just require some, a little bit of paperwork and all that, but you can certainly do that if you've you know, changed name or anything like that. And is there any benefit in having more than one IRA? Um, not really, but there is a benefit to having a, um, you know, these types of accounts because you can actually have a, a wide variety of investments in it. 
you know, stocks and things like that. So even if anyone's watching, if you work for a company and you have a 401k, you're very limited to what you can have. You only have their 20 mutual funds that they offer or so, and that's it. With this, I mean, you can buy Apple stock if you want, Amazon stock, whatever you want, and you can have it in your IRA. Or if you don't know what you're doing, you can just get, you know, some general retirement mutual funds in there. So you have, you know, a wide range of options. And again, I'm not telling yes. you to buy those stock, no, just examples. I definitely found Merrill Edge to be much better than, than the 401k. I rolled my 401k over to that. And it's just it's so yeah. much easier being able to control everything and see everything. The yeah. 401k, it'd be like rate, uh, stocks are going up and somehow the 401k is going down. I'm like, what are they doing with this? Like, yeah. well, what plus, is this invested in? They're doing a terrible in. job. And plus you can log in whatever, whenever you want and, and add some more money to it. Whereas the 401k, you're locked into just every paycheck you know, yeah. and all that. So yeah. So, um, so yeah, any other questions on the IRAs or, you know, I, I, like I said, I didn't want to go too deep into it, but I think that definitely that link that you were going to put in the chat, definitely, um, yeah. uh, send that to me too. And, and then I'll put it in the Facebook group because okay. I think that's really, really helpful information. Cause I didn't even really think about that side of it. I, I mean, I always think of investing on the personal side now and I forget like, wait, I'm a business. I could do it. Yeah. I'm an employer to myself. Yeah. And then, like I said, especially as you start making more and more money, you'll have way more flexibility to put away even more. Um, you know, and it makes a big difference in terms of your, you know, taxes. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know every time it comes to tax time for me, I'll take a look and, and I, you know, they have simulator calculators online where you can simulate, okay, if I put in an additional thousand dollars right now come tax time it's going to save me x amount or two thousand or whatever and then you might make the decision to put a little extra money in there to save you some more on taxes that way instead of going to uncle sam it's going to your future self mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah i recommend for everyone that's watching if you're in business want to be in business and if you want to retire one day then start with something you know 50 a month 100 a month it doesn't matter what i mean realistically even 25 a month, I don't care, you know, over time, that's going to build up. And plus, when you're in a better, you know, situation earning more with this business, um, then you can put in more. That's what I've always done over the years, I start small. And as I do better and better with something, I just start adding to it. So for a step IRA, is it set up like a traditional one or or like a Roth one? Like, do you pay taxes? beforehand yeah. or when you take it out at retirement? Yeah, so good question. So it's it's set up more like the traditional. So all the money okay. that goes in, you get a deduction now, but then it's okay. going to be taxable later on. If okay, you didn't it. want that, then you would do the Roth. Um, at this time, there's not a Roth SEP, um, okay. you know, per se. So you would do a Roth, uh, but again, you'll be limited to how much you can- <gasps> Reagan Profits on! Hey, Reagan! I don't know if you guys all know Reagan, but he um, he did the green room. Reagan, we had Cody Hawk on last week, and Cody was saying that our show reminded him of the green room. So oh. I must have, I must have accidentally gotten some inspiration from you guys. <laughs> Stole your idea, but anyway, Reagan just got to a hundred thousand subscribers. So nice, he's awesome. Um, nice. But anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, yeah, I mean, unless there's any other question, I can't see this chat that you're talking about anyway, but unless there's any other oh, questions on, on that. Yeah, it's, it's just the chat. Um, I couldn't figure it out like the first many, many episodes. And then finally, Amy was like, just pop out the chat. And she like walked me through it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is this is awesome. I know, uh, speaking of Rake and Profit, he's been working on 
setting up different investments and things like this. So um, definitely Step by RA is, is good to have on everyone's radar. Yeah, it, it really is. The SEP IRA, if you're, like I said, if you're solo, that's a great way to go, or even the solo 401k. Um, but if you, and, and if you have people here in the States that you're employing, um, you're going to pay them a salary W-2, then you can look at a simple IRA. It's an easy way of offering them a retirement plan. Um, you know, it could be a very nice uh, selling point to offer them a plan, but at least they would just log in, they would put in their own money and all that. You don't have to match it or anything like that with the something. Yeah, that's that would be amazing. I mean, yeah. when people think of working with a startup or working with a small company, they're not expecting, you know, an IRA. So it'd be nice to be able to offer that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So awesome. Well, does anybody in the chat have questions? This is, uh, does has anyone done this yet? I want to, I'm just curious. I haven't done this. No. And if anyone yeah, is see, thinking about being an LLC, you know, uh, obviously <laughs> there's a lot of ways you can go about that. I personally have used Inkfile a lot of times. Um, there's so, sort of like a legal Zoom where they kind of do it, you know, for you. You answer a mm -hmm. lot of information, but I have found them to be a little bit easier and um, they're also a little bit cheaper than, than legal Zoom. So Inkfile. Um, okay. Yeah. I haven't heard of that yeah. one. So if somebody oh. wants to go LLC, and if you're the type of person like Cody Hawk was on, you know, what was that last week? And uh -huh. you know, he has a lot of different things he does. The nice thing about getting an LLC is the basics of the LLC gives you protection, of course, right? So that way his, you know, Cody Hawk's personal life is separate from his business. You know, same goes for me. And then because I do various things, I still, I just do business as a few things. So I do freelancing for marketing and web design. Um, so that falls under my LLC, but so does merch. It's just an extension of what I do under that mm -hmm. LLC. You know, so that's kind of how you can make that work for yourself if you do more than one thing. Nice. Yeah, I always wondered about that. Like, should I set up different LLCs for each different thing? I mean, I I, I mostly have stayed pretty, yeah, pretty small. Like everything's based in Amazon one way or another. So yeah, it, it depends. Again, it check check with an account, but also mm -hmm. it needs to be related. As far as I know, like if if I was doing property management, like if I had rental properties. I wouldn't be able to also have that LLC where I'm doing marketing or my DJ business. Right. You know, cause they're just not the same that, which is why I have multiple, uh, multiple LLCs because my DJ business is nowhere near like, you know, marketing and merch. Nice. Uh, everybody's shouting out Raken in the chat. Uh, if you're still on Raken, you've, you've definitely helped a lot of people. It's definitely helped me. And, he was one of the people I talked to before I started Merch Money. So I went up to a meetup he had in Connecticut and was telling him about this show and how I wanted to start it and everything. <laughs> so nice. he helped me with, with the initial setting it up. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's oh. such a great community. We're all connected. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Everybody's willing to help everybody else. So awesome. All right. Do we want to move uh, on to the Facebook, uh, growth part of it and some branding so and one all that thing stuff. really yeah. really quick that i wanted to mention like i actually felt like really cool that i kind of understood yeah. <laughs> what you were talking about because my um my grandparents um when i think we were when we graduated from high school so i graduated in the 90s um started roth funds for each grandchild and then a roth ira and then what we did was like birthday gifts, there was a contribution, you know, made like, so it's a really easy yeah. thing that you could even, you know, once you get into it, 
like start for your kids too. You know, if you're getting that extra income coming in and you want to set a little bit aside, like, yeah, there's college funds too, but like, you know, think about that. Like when 20, 30, 40 years from now, you can have your kids started already on, on this Roth IRA, like as a, as a kid. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, that's the last thing on that too, is with the IRAs, keep in mind, I know there's a lot of very young people watching some older and, and you know, old people like me, but you know, with, with the Roth IRA or any IRA, it's 59 and a half. So you're not supposed to touch that money till then. I think most people know that, but just in case. Um, so I, I do tell people if, if maybe you want to get started with investing, if that's kind of new to you and you know, you save, but maybe you don't do investing with stocks and things. I also do recommend the app, um, called Robinhood. It's phenomenal. Um, unfortunately, they don't do IRAs at this time, but if you wanted to get started with investing, uh, to Amy's question earlier, it's zero to get started and you can put in what, what you want. You can, you link your bank account you can put in 20 bucks at a time. You can put in, you know, whatever you want. Um, and, and that, with that money, that's different. If you have an emergency that comes up, you can take that money out. Um, you know, unlike the IRA money. So, um. Yeah. I was also going to ask too is, and this is just an app that I ran across. It might not even be in the, in applicable, but I think it was called Stash, like stashing away money. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, or if maybe that's like what Robinhood is. I have no. Yeah, idea. I haven't. I haven't used it, but I think it might be similar. Okay. I've, I've okay. heard of it, but I haven't used it. It might be similar. Yeah, yeah. Robinhood is nice and easy to do that, and you know, and and if anyone's getting started with stocks, again, I'm not given any specific recommendations. But um, one thing that I always tell people is start with buying, you know, companies, you know, you know, and that's number one, it's going to be, you know, more secure than buying penny stocks. And number two, it's going to keep you interested, you know, like right now, Etsy this year, for instance, has done phenomenal. Um, so with Etsy, that, you know, if that motivates you, then maybe you start buying some of that stock, you know, it's, it's affordable and you know you can buy shares pretty easily through that Robinhood app so just different things like that but again if you start thinking in terms of being a business is what this all goes back to is you think of merch as a business or anything else you're doing online you know just start putting away a little bit in the name of that business and you know an IRA and I just I think it's motivating and I think again we don't talk enough about it in the communities we talk a lot about uploading and what we should be doing with designs and, and outsourcing and all that stuff is needed. But at the same time, I think we all need to take care of ourselves, you know, personally as well on, on the side, making sure that financially we're building up these IRAs, especially for self-employed people. You don't have, um, you know, an employer giving you a 401k with a match and taking care of you like that's a retirement. Awesome. And isn't there a um, education IRA too, if people are interested, like in saving money for their kids' college? Yeah. So that would be, each state has their own college 529 plans. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then, yeah, there's also the uh, educational accounts as well. The 529 plans end up giving a lot of um, incentives, you know, depending mm -hmm. on the state. So those are great to look in as well. So if, if you, you know, need help with that, I would, you know, Google whatever state you're in. So if you're in, um, you know, Florida, you know, Florida 529 plans and take a look at what they, what they have. And those are ones I saw Lance that said he does that for nieces and nephews. You can definitely do the 529s for nieces and nephews too. Yes. We, we've done that <laughs> for yes. some of ours. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's, those are good. Yep. Awesome. Well, this is so good. Thank you for reminding us about all of this and <laughs> yeah, teaching no everyone. It's really important. Yeah. So, no so um, with 
Facebook. All right. So if you guys want, we can move on to a little bit of Yeah. If you guys Facebook. have questions, just you can always um, tag yeah, uh, Flav on, on our Facebook group too. If you guys have questions after this show, if we didn't get to your question or if you think of something, um, definitely post questions in the in the Facebook group. Yeah. So, cool. Cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, Facebook. So Flav knows I, everything. Well, <laughs> not everything. Facebook. Not everything. Just a, just a couple of areas. But Facebook right now is definitely what um, you know, I've been excited about or more importantly, brand building. So I'm just going to go over a little bit about what I've been doing and then I'll go over some of the how to. So I'm just, I'm going to give it to you guys what you need to do to get some of the, you know, same results, you know, no secrets, you know, I'm just going to give it to you and, and, you know, maybe it works for you, maybe it doesn't. But um, for me, branding has been a big thing for me because I'm a big marketing geek. And also I am under that umbrella of, I love Merch by Amazon, but at the same time, I don't want to only be bound to Merch by Amazon, you know? And what if we wake up tomorrow morning and they say, we're no longer continuing Merch by Amazon, it's gone. You know, I don't want it to be my whole business that's gone. I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Nobody quote me on that, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, you can say that about any platform. If you're big on eBay or Etsy or any other, you know, marketplace, you have to think, what if the next day that marketplace is gone? So. And I think everyone understands that, and that's why a lot of people have gone on to, you know, Shopify and Etsy, and, and I think that's great. So for me, that's kind of how it started. But also, it started with, you know, I really love the whole marketing play on it. So I really, I paid some money to get a brand done after doing some niche research, and I'll get into that in a second. What I did for that, um, you know, and then from there, I just, I needed to find out where is my audience. All right, and I think that's often overlooked. Um, a lot. So this was, I started doing this back in about uh, June. So it hasn't been too long, about May or June. I um, found that my audience is mainly on Facebook and I built a page. I built a Shopify um, on my own domain and, and all that good stuff. And then I just really went to town, just growing that page. So the page had, you know, it was very lonely. It was just me there and there was, you know, nobody there. And so now I'm over 3,500 followers on, on that page. Um, and I also linked a group to it. Um, and the group has just about a thousand. I'm, I'm hopefully going to hit at that thousand next week or so. So just about a thousand people in the group that's linked to it. So and that's where I was talking about before the show where the uh, two giveaway uh, t-shirts, they posted their stuff in that group, um, which, you know, caused a lot of good engagement about the products. Um, so I've built the page up. That's been a lot of fun uh, doing it. It really has, you know, being able to get a lot of engagement, a lot of brand building, some recognition going on with it. Um, and then with the Shopify, that's been phenomenal too, because now I'm finally able to point people when I push traffic to my own domain, grow my email list, give them coupons and things like that, make some sales, get a little bit better margin um, and not be tied to just, you know, a marketplace, whether it's Etsy or Amazon. That's awesome. Let me stop yeah. you there. So that's yeah. a lot all in that one sentence. So okay. what do you think um, first? So like, do you set up the Facebook page first? Do you set up the Shopify store first? Do you, yeah. how do you pick a, a niche? Like, is it something that you're personally interested in? Yeah, it is. So um, that's the first thing that I would say. And I've heard a lot of people um, talk about this is pick something. I know Amy, um, I can't say your last name, but Amy H, 100,000K. And I know she mm -hmm. talks a lot about doing niches and things that you like. And, you know, I, I couldn't agree more with that. I know Brianna talked about that in Chicago as well. Um, you know, really having a passion for what you're doing. So I think ideally, if you're going to build a brand, that's going to be the best way to do it. It can be done, you know, doing 
you know, something you don't know about, but it's going to take a little more research, I think. Um, so yeah, I have some notes here that I did, but yeah, so if the first step is to really know that audience. And I'm going to give a few examples. And a lot of times because we're on Facebook, we think that our audience is going to be on Facebook too, but that's not always the case. And what I did, I first started, and remember, I'm, I'm like a marketer first. I've been doing a lot of social media marketing for a while. So when I wanted to, when I chose that niche, I said, where are these people at? How can I reach them? And I was like, please don't be on Twitter because I don't really like Twitter too much. So, so I started doing some research and Twitter is like, I'm gung ho for two days and I'm like the Twitter king. And then after that, I disappear off the face of the earth, you know? So. <laughs> it's a whole different beast. Like, yeah, you need to be very active over there to stay relevant. Yeah, you, know? you do. Yeah. So on Facebook, anyway, the first step would be to go um, to your ads manager and go to audience insights. That is probably the biggest tool that we have that I guarantee you a lot of people are not using. Some people might be, but if you go to audience insights, it's crazy. So if you leave it blank, um, first of all, then it will give you every single person on Facebook, it'll give you all of their demographic. What percentage are women, men, um, where they live, all that kind of stuff. It breaks down all of Facebook. So anyone that's on Facebook, okay? Because remember, they have a lot of data, kind of like Amazon does. So that was the first step. And then you start to break it down a little bit more. So what you do, I'll give an example. I have a client recently who's coming out with a new drink mix, a shake for, you know, fitness, you know, endurance athletes. And we started looking up his, um, you know, audience. And we went on there and we typed in people who like CrossFit. All right. So CrossFit is very popular right now for endurance athletes, and I'm certainly not doing CrossFit. It seems pretty crazy to me, uh, but you know a lot of people are. So we typed in CrossFit, and then what it does is it changes the numbers right away, and it shows what percentage are women, men, what percentage are married, single, age groups. And if you guys have done this before, you know you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. And um, so we did that. And what we did is then we took a look at some hashtags and Instagram and everything. And we found way more potential and audience on Instagram than Facebook. So this particular client is doing some stuff on Facebook, but not, not as much because Instagram is where the audience is. So I guess my point is go on audience insights, look up the people that you're trying to target in your niche or brand that you're trying to build. And if they're in Facebook, if you like the numbers you see, then you know you're in the right place to, to build a brand there on Facebook. How can you tell how many people are on Instagram just with the hashtags and stuff? Or is yeah. there an audience insight for Instagram? Yeah, so Instagram wasn't as clear cut, but yeah, I, mainly hashtags and okay. the brands over there and everything. You can start to see the volume of, of everything. There's a, there's a couple of fun tools too that you can use like after you've been dabbling a bit and like looking through Instagram. Um, I think off the top of my head, one of them is hashtagify, where you can go in and get a keyword, and then it's going to bring up all the most popular hashtags, which yeah. then obviously helps you with your niche research. But then also on the other, on the flip side of the coin, will help you when you're ready to start marketing and advertising yeah. your shirts and stuff. Yeah, that is a good one as well. Yeah. So I would I would say that's the first step is use audience insights. Know for sure that your audience is there, and if it is move on to the next step and open a page or start a, a Facebook page. And when you start that Facebook page, um, you know, it's very important to right off the top, pretend you have 10,000 people in there. So what I mean by that is be consistent, make it very professional. Don't just throw up any logo or any Facebook cover. 
because if it's the fifth person that visits your Facebook page, it's not their fault they're the fifth person. You know, just make sure you present a nice finished product that they're going to want to be a part of, and they want to, you know, click like and follow that page. Um, you know, I hope that makes sense. A lot of times, which throws something up quick, and you know, then someone says, "Well, my page is not growing." I'm like, "Well, of course it's not, because if I visit that page and I've never been there, a, I'm not going to see a lot of people there. Then b, it doesn't look very professional." You know, now, so, how, yeah. how long did it take for you to build up this um, the Facebook page you've been talking about? Yeah, so after I built or started the page and did the um, logo and, you know, I had a professional logo done, I had the, um, you know, cover photo and all that good stuff. Uh, from there, my next step was to start posting regularly. So I started posting regularly. And the reason for that is I did something else too, but you need to be consistent when you post um, because Facebook and, and many people know this, but with their algorithm, they only show things that people engage with. It's the same, it's the same for friends as well. If you wonder why you keep seeing the same 40 friends and what they're up to and not your other 460, that's why. Those you probably don't really engage with anyway. And Facebook is like, we're not going to show any of those people because they don't like the Red Sox. So, you know, so <laughs> if you're not engaging with them, they stop showing it. Um, and Facebook pages are the same way. So I started posting right away. And then I also did put a small ad spend because I just wanted to bootstrap as much as possible. But I also do think if you have, if you're at zero and you have like two people who like your page, you know, your mom and your dad, then I, I think it's time to, you know, you got to put a little bit of ad spend into it. And um, I, what I did, a lot of people don't believe me when I posted this in my marketing groups. Um, I did $2 a day. That's it. That's all it took. $2 a day. And then I was very consistent with these posts. Um, I was doing about four posts a day. And that's the, the, the holy grail right there, like the answer to everything, what you just said, consistency. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. People are blown away because they just want to throw like 50 bucks in ad spend and make it happen. Yeah. Like they just think that they can roll in there and do that. It's like just how, there's no two ways around it. You have to be consistent. Yeah. Consistently posting and, you know. Yeah, yeah Flav and I were having a conversation about consistency, and I almost did it as a merch tip, and then I'm going to be like, and then I was like, Flav's going to think I'm stealing his idea before the show, so <laughs> no, <I'm really laughs> I'll wait and talk but, about consistency another day. But yeah, consistency is so important. Yeah, because the ad spend alone is not going to do it because then there's no content on that page. So if I resonate, if you're in the, you know, I don't know, if you do an I love my pug, um, page and that's your brand. Well, you know, if I get to that page and even if you have 100 or 200 followers, that's fine. I can see it's a new company, a new page, but if I scroll down and I can easily get to where it says page was created, I'm bouncing out. There's not enough content for me there. Yeah. Um, it tells me there, you know, or if I see the last post was four five, six days ago, I'm bouncing out. You know, there's probably not enough content. It's kind of like the Facebook groups. You know, if somebody joins merch money and they didn't see a post for a week, they might be like, this is a ghost town. What am I really going to learn here? And they're, they're going to get out, but they're not. They're seeing tons of content being posted every day um, and engagement. So I think your Facebook page needs to be the same way. So $2 a day, very targeted to your uh, audience that you're trying to target. And uh, from there, uh, being consistent. Um, consistent is different for everyone, but I have found that three to four posts per day are, are good. 
So do you post the posts yourself or do you schedule them out or do you use some kind of tool? Like I, I schedule them out. Um, I do recommend, uh, I personally use Post Planner for that. Okay. Uh, Post Planner is a great tool because it also gives me content. So I, oh, can, okay. fi I can find quotes on there, memes, uh, images, articles, all kinds of things, uh, or I can post my own stuff as well. Cool. So, yeah. So once a week, um, that's a great point is, you know, you have to plan ahead for this. So once a week, typically for me, it's Sundays while I'm watching football, I'll, you know, sit down, you know, download a bunch of pictures, articles, things I'm going to share, and I load up the queue for the whole week. So that way for the whole week, I don't have to worry about it at all. Nice. I'm out, I'm out going to work or going to do whatever I'm doing. And I know that it keeps posting those four times every day. Yeah, I think that's so important to have a tool like that. Because I was, I was wondering if you were doing it yourself four times a day. I'm like that. You, that's yeah. hard to keep up with. Yeah. No. It's yeah. It's already planned out. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Um, yeah. And, so, um, go ahead. so they give you some ideas. Do, are there um, other people in that niche that you kind of follow and and like repost their stuff, or is it just all mostly your own stuff you're posting? Um, sometimes I do, you know, I'll share other things in the, you know, other similar pages that are, you know, much mm -hmm. bigger than, than mine. Um, but yeah, I certainly uh, do that and do some original content. I, I try to follow the 70, 30 or 80, 20 rules. Okay. So I'll, you know, curate a bunch of other things and then also do some of my own branded uh, content as well. Nice. And then you were saying about an email list. So do you get emails from Facebook or do you get emails from your website or both? How do you do that? Um, both. When I do the giveaways on the Facebook page, okay. um, you know, it does very well with the followers. And then from there, I also will then boost it because now it has some social proof. Mm -hmm. um, so then I will go ahead and, and boost that to the audience um, that is a lookalike audience. And then I start to get a lot of engagement and followers there um, for that for that giveaway. Okay, cool. So that builds up the list a lot there. And then also just, you know, coupons on, on the Shopify store, you know, when people visit, you know, get 10% off your first order and all that good stuff. Nice. Slav, okay. Slav the, um, the group that you created to go with it, um, did you keep that like a bit, a bit of a wider niche or is it branded? No, it's branded and specific. Um, the cover photo even has the brand name on there. Um, and it says community below it. And um, what I do with that, also to piggyback what um, you just asked me, Helen, is I also collect emails there in the group as well. So as they're going into the group, you know, hey, to stay up to date with any uh, giveaways and special offers, provide your email. And I'd say probably a good 60% provide their email. So then I get a lot of emails that way too. Are you using, um, I know there's an extension out there and I always forget it. Are you using an extension at all to help you with that, the email? The um, one? No, when they're, I think there's an extension out there for the Facebook groups where when they're providing an email, it just helps you to document it a little bit quicker and easier than having to like, you know, how are you, how are you grabbing the emails when, when you're collecting them? as they enter the Facebook group, I guess. Well, an extension, sound, an extension sounds good so far from what you said, because my method is yeah. nowhere near as good as that. So any groups I run, it's a pain in the butt. If I'm at my computer, I will have to copy paste it to my MailChimp and then go ahead and approve them into the group. Uh, if I'm on the go, um, I'll approve them and take a screenshot of it first. And then later on, I can add them into my list. I'm going to dig around because I feel like Helen and I talked about this that I came. Yeah, I sent you 
I sent you an article and I got to figure it out too. Like, cause I, I've been doing it just manually and yeah, yeah. it's a pain. And like, on, like you said, on the go doing a screenshot and I'm like, you're probably not allowed to even do a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I might forget, you know, I might have screenshot yeah. of like all kinds of random people's emails and just forget to go in and do it. So yeah. 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 yeah there's gotta be a more automatic way. Um, yeah, there's got to be like an IFTTT recipe, you know, like where you, if you guys are familiar with if this, then that, mm -hmm. like set up different, you know, there's got to be something along those lines. It, it could be. We'll no, figure it out. I'll be looking for it. Yeah, that would, that would be great. <laughs> Eventually be great. I'm going to be like, okay, I cannot copy another email yeah. address. We've got it. Oh my gosh, never mind. That's a whole nother story. We haven't done much with our email list yet. Or the website. I need to uh, to get on. That. That's right. Consistency. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I can be consistent with some things, but then when it comes to other things, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. That'll go on for another day. Yeah. Exactly. Now, another thing with a Facebook, I want to share a couple of group hacks that maybe some people are. You, you guys already run the group, so you probably know about this. But if you go to your Facebook page and click on groups you're going to see your group come up. And then what you do is you click invites. And then anyone who's liked your page recently, um, you can go click in a button and invite all those people into your group. So what I do is I funnel people to like my page and then also funnel them into the group. Nice. So yeah, so it works as kind of like a funnel. So that way if I am doing any ad spend and I'm getting some likes on it, it's I'm getting, I guess, you know, two birds, one stone, they're going to like the page and they're going to end up in the group too. So you're running your Facebook ads to get um, page likes and then you're going into your Facebook business page and using that invite feature to then funnel them over to the group. Is that yeah. kind of like the flow? Yeah. Yeah. So with my ad spend for like, I'm not doing the likes as much um, because you know, all the shares, I think I have a, pulled up right here. I'm going to give you guys just, this is my last few posts over the last few days. Um, 33 comments and 14 shares a post. And mind you, this is on 3,000 people and where people say that Facebook is dead when it comes to the reach. <laughs> um, this one has 75 likes, 32 shares. Um, this one, 444 shares and 137 likes. That's awesome. 34 shares and 180 likes. <coughs> Um, this one, 84 comments, 230. And that's what you want, right? You want those shares and you yeah, want those so, second exactly. level shares. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I think the strategy is working where I'm doing literally just a dollar to $2 a day ad just to give it a little bit of a boost on those likes. But then a lot of it, cause you can go into insights and you can see how much of it is organic versus ads. The majority of mine is organic because of all those shares. Like you said, Brianna, because you know, with Facebook, they like to put your info out there. So if you comment on something, you know, it shows to all your Facebook friends, you know, Brianna commented on this, you know, that's why you got to be careful you comment on, you know, so, you, you know, your friends and family and your mom is going to see that you commented on something you shouldn't have, you know, so you know, everybody can see that. So um, I, I think the virality of it, you know, everyone starts to see my page and I get a lot of organic followers that way. Now, is there going to come a point where you're no longer spending one or two dollars a day, or is that just part of running this page for you? Um, yeah, I think I'm pretty close to that point right now because the majority of it is all organic likes anyway. So, uh, you know, right now I'm getting about a thousand likes a month, just anywhere between about 900 to a thousand. And of those, I'd say 300 of them are bought and the rest are all organic. So, 
So even without those that ad spend, they probably would be getting six to seven hundred as an estimate per month. That's you know? that's really promising. Yeah, what and and, of, and again, that's just the, because of the content. What kind of stuff do you do for the ads? Like, what would be like? Are you advertising products, or are you advertising the page, or is it a giveaway, or like what what would be a typical ad you would do? Yeah, so there's a combination. So that's a, a, a great point that I also wanted to mention that I put on here is you'll hear a lot of marketers out there say to never boost a post just for engagement. When you're starting a page, I couldn't disagree more. Um, I think there is value in buying some engagement. Um, in the beginning, when you have, again, if you, if, if you go to a party and there's nobody in there, how likely are you going to say, oh, this party rocks. I want to be here all night. You know, it's, it's not going to happen. You know, so the same can be said for a Facebook page or a group. If I walk into that Facebook page, you know, per se online and there's no engagement, I, I scroll. Remember, this is a niche, something you like, right? So if you love pugs and you find this pug Facebook page, they got a cool looking cover photo. Everything looks great. But then you scroll a few, you know, posts and you see nothing like two likes one like, no likes, you're like, uh, this probably this isn't for me. So if you paid for some engagement and you can, and I can see 50 likes and three comments and 20 shares, I'm gonna say, wow, this is pretty cool content. I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna like this page. So I'm a big believer in that. Um, the other thing you can do is you can double dip. So in the beginning, let's say you have five followers on your page and you share this great pug photo that everyone's gonna love. Um, what you can do, some people may not know this as well. Um, if you get, let's say, I don't know, a hundred likes on that, those likes mean something because you can click, it's a hyperlink. You can click the people who like it. And then there's a little tab next to people's name that says invite, and they're going to receive a notification saying, I love pugs invited you to like their page. All right. And Facebook's even made it easier that in their notification, they can like it right there. They don't even have to visit the page. So, that's that's cool. I've wondered why, because yeah. sometimes I get invites to pages and I'm like, who is this and how did they find me? You know, right. Cool. So you re okay. recently liked something is what yeah. happened there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I can show you guys afterwards a screenshot if you're not sure, or maybe anybody watching wants to see what it looks like. But, um, you know, but basically you can just invite people um, based on if they liked it and they already don't. If they already like your page, it's going to say liked in a little square. But if, it, if they haven't liked it, it says invites. And I love those. I just go to town on them because if I paid for an engagement, I got 100 likes, you know, and I mean, for now, it, it doesn't work for me anymore because the majority of them already like the page. When I first started out and only had, you know, 200 people, 100, um, the majority of those buttons all said invites. So I would just go to town, click an invite on all those and, and getting those people to like the page. Sometimes Facebook even reminds you. They'll be like, hey, so-and-so interacted with your content. Invite them to like your page. And then you like click it. And then all of a sudden, everybody who hasn't yeah. hit the you know, like button yet, it's right there at your fingertips. Yeah, so definitely do that. So it's okay to pay for some engagement in the beginning. You know, a couple bucks here and there um, just to be able to get some social proof on that page, make it look relevant, um, and then be able to also invite those people to, to like the page. Um, and I think what Helen was saying before a little bit about content, what I would recommend in the beginning as well, and you guys know this, Facebook does not like people to go off of Facebook. They want to keep them in their ecosystem. So um, in the beginning, do not share links at all. You're going to like nosedive your page right there as far as reach goes. In the beginning, just share photos, memes. I'll tell you what, me everyone loves memes. So what, whatever you're in, 
whatever niche you're in, find memes or create memes. I, I do a combination. I create my own and then I also find some and share it. I mean, they're all over the internet. They're easy to get. Um, you know, so if I was doing that, I love pugs, I would just search funny pug memes. Boom, go to town. There's plenty of them out there. Um, whether it's Pinterest or Google. And, you know, those things, they don't belong to anybody. They're all over the internet for public consumption. So share those. They get a lot of shares and they give you a lot, they give you a lot of um, exposure. Nice. So you would do that as an ad, like a, a pug meme? Um, maybe, maybe not. I mean, it depends on the meme. Sometimes, um, you know, quotes work very well. Mm. Um, you, you know, any other types of uh, photos. But yeah, I, I, I could. I could do that when I'm starting out a page. Um, certainly, that's you know a good thing to do is is boost that, get a lot of interaction. Nice. Okay, so then for your Shopify store, do you um, do you have it all T-shirts or is it other kinds of products too, or is it like a mix or? Um, mainly shirts, but lately I've been I've been branching out more and doing coffee mugs. Okay. Um, they're working pretty well and. Um, also in the Facebook group, that's a lower ticket item that I can do giveaways on to create some oh, um, nice. you know, okay. excitement rather than giving away a shirt. But for the shirts, they work great because especially if you, you know, have the right shirt out there. And the other thing I found is the first time I did a giveaway, I just kind of did a general one. And, you know, if you win, pick any shirt on our site and here's the link and, and those don't work. It goes back to the whole thing to be very specific. So instead, you know, if you, I'm giving away this I love pug shirt or whatever, people are more likely to resonate and want to click to enter that contest. It's been my experience anyway. Um, okay. Yeah, so the Shopify store, the other thing that that does for me is that um, Facebook is integrated perfectly with it. So everything I upload, I added Facebook as a channel and you know, you guys obviously know you can do that. And you know, everything that I upload, it's already on Facebook instantly, which is pretty cool. In, nice. the, Facebook, in the Facebook shop. Yeah. Cool. So for the giveaways, do you um merch used to be able to be where you could just give away a shirt, like they had a giveaway option right on merch, but now they yeah. don't. So do you do you do giveaways on your own somehow or they, they don't they don't have that anymore? That's that's funny because when in Chicago, uh Chris Green actually asked me that when I was talking to him about giveaways and some of these things I'm doing. Yeah, because he was a big proponent of giveaways yeah. and I talked that, to him about that, giveaways um last year or the year before. I saw him at a conference and we were talking about it. And I had done a giveaway through merch. Um and then at some point um I wasn't able to do it anymore. So there might be some kind of workaround that I don't know about, but I had done it previously and then I no longer was able to. So something either okay. changed or you're not allowed to anymore. Um, I I believe last I knew they changed it because people were cheating the system oh, and doing okay. giveaways for reviews and they oh. ended up shutting it down. That's last I knew. And I haven't okay. seen that option for that must, sense. Oh. Yeah, that must be why. I didn't know the reason why they shut it down. But yeah, it's it's probably been at least a year that it hasn't worked. Yeah, I, I use King Sumo and um you know it works well okay. for me. yeah it works well for me I, I i get a lot of entries that way and then you know with the winner i just um then put in a manual order to you know the supplier whether it's printful t launch or whatever just put a manual order and enter their info and get a shirt out to them okay cool king yeah. sumo all right good stuff it's free to use it's it's great and it integrates it has all the proper 
you know, uh, disclosures because, yes, you know, because of giveaways on Facebook and all that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be careful with all that stuff. Some of our giveaways, I'm like, I don't think I've done proper disclosure. <laughs> In a group, it's not as big as a deal, I don't think. because Yeah. But different. as you get bigger, I mean, I don't think anybody would care, but I was... <laughs> When Michelle was in the group and she was she was a lawyer, I was like, Michelle, you'd be proud of me. I just read up on all the laws for giveaways. <laughs> yeah, <nice. laughs> a lot more laws than I realized. Nice. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's the biggest thing is be specific. Decide your niche. Make sure they're on Facebook first before building that empire. If they are, build that page. I do recommend groups. Um, you know, so link that group. And again, you can use it to funnel people. Um, it does take a little bit of ad spend, like I said in the beginning, and like Amy alluded to uh, earlier, you know, then you'll get to a point once you get the, you know, 2000 plus, especially three or 4000 plus, you won't need to spend anymore. You know, at that point, it's going to be all organic, really. You know, the only ad spend I'll have to do is if there's something I want to promote, um, you know, specifically, or anything like that, um, you know, including those giveaways. Now, is this the first page that you've built or have you dabbled in this in the past? Um, for merch, it's the first uh, page I've built. But no, I, I mean, like I said, I freelance um, as a social media manager. So I do this for a lot of other clients for, you know, other, I guess, businesses or, or niches or things like that. So I have clients that are, you know, anywhere from financial services to solar power in Arizona and, you know, that fitness guy I was talking about and everything in between. So, and, and that's the other thing. Some niches are harder than others too. So what might work for me may not work for you. You know, that one or $2 a day for my audience has proved to be, you know, more than enough. And it catches like wildfire because I've done a great job of, um, you know, identifying that audience. But, you know, you might have an audience, not just you, Amy, but anybody, you might have an audience that may be, um, you know, it's, they're not as engaged or as big on Facebook or something like that. That might require a little bit more. So it does change. For example, that client I have that we do uh, solar power, it's such a struggle coming up with content and things for that. It's like, you know, there's only so much I can do for something like that. You know, it's not like, it's very specific. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, this is all such good information. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. No problem. Can we get through your list or was uh, there some more stuff? I just... <laughs> I'm taking a look. You know, I, I think, I mean, unless there's any questions that anyone has specifically, whether it's you guys or someone else. But, you know, I think the biggest thing that I would want people to take away from, you know, Facebook or, you know, building a brand is that, you know, if you do choose Facebook, Facebook is not dead by any means. There's, you know, a huge audience out there, um, especially if your audience has, you know, basically anywhere from 30 to and above, I think they're really, really relevant on Facebook. If you're looking at a much younger crowd, you know, if your niche is the 20 something year olds, you know, maybe you might be better suited with Instagram, you know, Snapchat, things like that, um, or even Twitter. Um, but if, you know, if your audience is on Facebook, I think it's a phenomenal place to, to build a brand, especially with the uh, group and the page put together. Awesome. Well, we will, I learned so much on this show. I really appreciate you coming on today. And Laura just said thank you too. Like this was this was really good. Really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no problem. It's like I said, I love talking about this stuff. And you know, we didn't even get into a lot of Shopify, but I think you know, Shopify is also a great opportunity to build your brand further. And you know, it's twenty nine a month. You know, so it's not like it's terribly expensive. You to have your own 
store, you know, online where more and more people are buying these days. But at the same time, I also have had people tell me that they have a Shopify store and they have no traffic. So unless you're willing to do some of this brand building and driving traffic and, and even, you know, blogging, which we didn't talk about, but I blog for my Shopify store and I drive traffic that way. So every week I'm posting content um, so that I can be found by Google and everything like that. Yeah. And the, and the beauty too of Shopify, like a Shopify store, it's yours. You own it. Nobody yeah. is taking your domain name from you. Yeah. You can sell the thing. You can scale it, grow it, and, and completely sell it to somebody. It's, yeah. it's the power of having um, having this asset that you've grown and that can't be taken from you. Like you can't even put a price on that. Yeah. No, I I, I love it. I love it. I yeah. Do. Speaking of treating it like a business, that's really treating it like a business, having your own website, your own domain, your own everything. Now, how many hours a week do you, would you say that you spend just focusing on this brand and all the social media and blogging or posting and all of that? How, how, how much, how much time? Um, The blogging, I have somebody that helps me out as well. So I don't, I don't always write it every week. Um, sometimes I have someone else who writes it and, you know, I outsourced that. I actually found her on Fiverr and turns out she's a very great writer. So I, you know, sometimes outsource it and sometimes do it myself. But to answer your question, I would say on the brand itself, social media and on the Shopify store, um, and giveaways, things like that. Um, you know, maybe four to five hours a week or so. And then the rest of my time would be on merch, like everybody else uploading and, doing that grind and everything like that so so i think if you put in an extra few hours a week is probably what amy is getting at you know put in a few extra hours a week and you can start to build your own brand rather than only doing the merch thing that is very promising thank you yeah nice. you're welcome and everybody's saying thank you and they're wondering like how they can connect with you um is there a facebook group that you have that people can join or um, um I do, but it's not merch. It's just kind of business, general business related. It's, you know, I, um, you know, oh, that's why cool. I was on with, uh, that's why I was on that uh, podcast with Nick Wilper and Side Hustle Nation. It's a group that's similar to that, where it's just all about me trying to get people to stop watching Netflix and to start side hustling instead. Oh, um, put that so, in. Well, we'll yeah. have to add that. I didn't know you had that. Yeah, we can do that. So it's, it's, you know, basically share, I share all kinds of things about, mainly a lot about online marketing. So the whole gist is that, you know, any sort of business you want to start, um, these days you got to do something online. So I share a lot of things about blogging, about digital marketing, um, you know, social media marketing, branding, and uh, entrepreneurship in general. So that's kind of the gist of what gets shared in the group a lot. Awesome. You have to give me that link or, or post it in the yeah. Merch Money group because I want to join that too. That, that would be so helpful. Yeah, that's cool. I appreciate that. And or if anyone, you know, has questions, feel free to message me. I mean, I answer questions all the time on, you know, this or whatever else, just as others do for me as I bother everybody else in the Merch community with questions. So I'm always <laughs> willing to give back. So that's awesome. That's wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I guess we, we should wrap up. We're over our hour, but we really appreciate you coming on today. And um, any last words, anybody? No, that is it. I, thanks for having me. No, it's it's great to always, you know, converse about these topics with uh, with with everyone, and especially you ladies. You, you guys are here week after week doing this and having some, you know, cool guests and putting out content. So I, it's great to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, again, that's all I would say is build your brand. I'm a huge, huge advocate of that because, you know, it's it really besides money, it's your legacy, you know, and, mm. you know, it's something you can leave behind one day other than a merch account. And, um, 
you know, it's just like, like Brianna said, it's yours. Just like all the personal branding she does and everything. Awesome. Any questions? Good, good title of a show legacy. We got to talk about that one, one of these weeks. (laughs) That's right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Fab. And, um, Thank you, everybody, for watching. And thank you, Brianna, for making it on time, even with all that exciting news. That's right. <laughs> Can't wait for to see the list everybody has for you for Amazon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Good night. Bye.